Hello, residents of Meepletown. This is Dean. Johnny Euro. And today we are not starting our top 50 board games. Did we say that we were going to? Yep, I did. Oops. But we're going to be talking about a bunch of old games instead. Mm. Lancaster, Goa, Nations, oh, yeah. Cole Baron, oh. and more. Let's get to the table, and we're going to do episode 106. What? Let's go. Residents of Meepletown, if you were here right now, you would see Dean, you know, with his farming hat on, his farming pants on, his farming shirt on. I'm doing uh, doing a great job of explaining. A piece of straw in his mouth. And he's just, he's just chewing on it. Why are you doing that? I'm old McDonald. Because we're kicking it old school today. And like half the old school Euro games were like farming something. Okay. That was a stretch. You're pretty much farming something. In a lot of these games. Um, Somehow. Mm, okay. I'm, yeah. give, I'm, I'm looking I, at all these games that we're talking about, and, and half of them you are. I said that because that's going to be a hint to our my challenge to you in a little bit. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. The, the poll that you did not do. John's giving yeah. up on the polls. You know, I told Dean I feel like I just, I feel like I'm letting Meepletown down or that I don't care about Meepletown anymore. <laughs> And oh my gosh. I don't, I do care. So that's not the answer. Is this, are you <laughs> breaking up with me on, <laughs> on the episode? We almost canceled Meeple Town this morning because Dean tried to get into our <laughs> office and he called and he's like, I don't have the key. And I'm like, I'll be there in 10 minutes. And he's like, well, I guess we're not going to do the episode then. I don't have time to wait 10 minutes. I was like, well, let's just cancel Meeple Town altogether because you can't wait 10 minutes for me to get to the office. And then we get to the office, and John said, oh, hey, there's a spare key under this this rock over here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oops. I forgot about that. Could have told me that before. Well, I think it's there, but it's kind of a heavy rock, so I was too lazy to lift it up and see if it was there or not. I bet there's snakes and all kinds of stuff out there. Mm, snakes under guess. the rock? Not mm-hmm. under that rock. That's nope. It's too heavy. It'd be crushing. I bet there's bugs. Oh, of course there is. <laughs> I mean, there's bugs. I don't want know. that. I want those bugs. I don't want them bugs. I knew it. Dog. I don't want them bugs. Oh no, I didn't. I thought you were actually going to sing. Oh, that was an actual song. I don't want no I just wrote bugs. It. No, is that a song? Uh, yeah, I don't want no scrubs. I thought you were going to change oh. the. I don't want no bugs. Yeah, bugs kind of can't get no love from me. Glad I started that. That's what I was hoping. I was hanging hoping out that the passenger happen. side of my best friend's ride. Yeah. Could you see a bug doing that, like with his little <laughs> bug arm out the window, uh, trying to holla at me? Is that how bugs talk? Is that what you think uh-huh. of them? Yeah. Have you never seen a bug's life? You don't have. Oh, or ants? Have I seen a bug's life? Yeah. They talk like this. No, they don't. They have <laughs> normal voices. I'm thinking about all their voices now. None of them talk like that. Uh, they I, should. <laughs> that's how they should. That's how they sound. If you're hearing them as an, I mean, as you a do. Human. Their voices are so. All right, I'm done. I'm annoying myself. Actually, you want to do? Need a- to bring back. Uh, Ricky Ricky House. Oh no, that was the worst. <laughs> I I hate Ricky House. Hey, we are gonna do our top fifty starting next week. Not next two weeks. Yeah, start for sure. The problem is, is that we haven't had as much time to play games as we would like, and we take it pretty seriously. Probably a little too seriously. What? I think we've had more time to play games lately. We've played. A well, lot. we did, but we, the, had, we had a stretch this last week. Well, I'm so we, and that's what we're gonna talk about today. Of yeah. those games, however. I'm shifting it into games I know are in my top 50, and I need to just scram, you know, figure out where they fit. Or I know they're right on the border. So we played a bunch of new games. That's like, just right. makes it more convoluted. Like, yeah. oh, wow, that one was pretty good. <laughs> Maybe I should add that. No more for me. Not new ones, just ones that, are, that I've played before and just trying to sort it out. 
Yeah, I, I've got a couple like that too. There is one that I really wanted to play that I have not played yet. What is that? You talk about it. It is uh, Dwellings of of Elder Oh Dale. yeah, I've I've played the solo version and that's it. That's not enough for me to to rate it or anything like that. And so I honestly had hoped that was one of the ones I considered bringing to the table this past week. But I'll be honest, it's just a big box to lug around, and I didn't want to carry the giant box. Wow, is that a reason not to play? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I didn't so. want to pick up a, ro- a rock to see if there was a key under it because it was too big. <laughs> hey, we that's could go true. get those snakes from the other room, by the way. We have a friend that's a science I'm sorry, what? teacher. Yeah. We have a friend that's a science teacher and he's selling his home. And so our office has a room with a couple snakes, a tarantula. I think there's four. I didn't go in there and look at what he had this time. So we could literally handle snakes and play with tarantulas as we did this episode. I really hope we don't do that. We should go take a picture and post it on Meeple Town. Nope. Yeah, I mean, at least next to the cages. No, I'm good. Say we're just, yeah. No. What? I'll take the picture from the other room. It's fine. Are you scared? No, I'm not scared. They're scared. Oh, you're scared. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so speaking of scared, you ready to do this challenge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old McDonald one. So, yeah. So, I figured, you know, last week, what did we do? Top, what did I do? Top 10 games of all time on BGG? No. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was one of those ones. It was something like that. Mm -hmm. Since I thought, since we're kicking it Euro style and kicking it old school, I'm gonna strategy. No, you did strategy games, farming games. Yep, I thought that was coming. So that's why Dean had his farming pants and everything on. I want you to pick the top ten farming games. Well, hold up, I'm gonna be. I need to clarify all this. Games labeled as farming in BGG. You know how that is. Yes. That all that means that if it has anything to do with someone might have picked up a grain at some point, then it's probably labeled farming here. I will say that there are some obvious ones that you will get. I will also say that there think of farming other than just grabbing wheat and grain if you want to expand past some other ones, right? Like there are some of those. This one's lame. All right. No, it's not. This is. I love. I, I love a good farming. Because it's thing. not. It, a lot me if of these I'm have wrong. to do with farm. I mean, there, a lot of these have farming in them. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, this is not like some crazy thing. I'm just trying to help you. I also give you one more hint. Every single one of these games is rated eight or above for me. Okay. All well, top ten. That does not surprise me. And I'm <laughs> guessing nine of them are Uva Rosenberg games. Is is my guess. It's possible. Let's start off with the. What should be obvious? He gets three. Those who are new listeners, sorry, he gets three, three X's like Family Feud. Okay, the one that should be the most obvious is Agricola. Good answer, but surprisingly, it's number five. Okay, that's because if I'm understanding this right, it doesn't take the top farming games. It takes the top rank games. That's what I'm doing. That has farming in it. Yes, these are the farming category, and I sorted them by rating so i'm guessing that feast for odin would have would be considered farming right i mean you got stuff number one answer yep there we go okay two so you're just thinking you're thinking rosenberg right now you're like let's just keep riding this let's go caverna rosenberg train caverna correct answer (laughs) fields of arlo Correct. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> Let me is... tell you where you're at. Okay. You got the first four. So you should be happy. You got the number one answer, which was a feast. Number four answer, which was Caverna. Number five answer, which was Agricola. And number 
eight answer Fields of Arl. Okay. Now this is a tough it's a tough challenge because I want to be able to look at a list of games and you can't do that. Now I've got one that I think could be a four really out of ten. Good one. I just think it's lower. Isn't this what happened last time? You just killed it and then just Stalled tanked out. again. Yeah. I got seven last time. Did you? Yeah, that's right. Because I said you had gotten eight or something. And you, you said really I got didn't. Six, six, and it was actually was, seven. Yeah. Okay. Because you said four plus four plus three is six. I think is what you said. If I remember, that's probably correctly. accurate. It is. Okay, I'm going to pick a game that you would have on your list for sure. And Me I'm, saying that I've rated all these is helpful for you. Yeah. Because you know I've played them, and you know I like them. I just don't know if this one's rated high enough, but I'm going to say Heaven and Ale. That's not right. Okay. So that's... <laughs> that was that's number... Right. Let me see. I think 15. Okay. So not a bad guess. All right. Let's go back to Uva then. I, I Straight away. That that was bad. I, a bad idea. Um, uh, Lahav? That's not really farming. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So that's two. I'm going to give you a hint. There are no more Uva games on this list. Mm. So that you, actually you does got, quite you a You got bit. the right ones, baby. Uh-huh. Got the right one, baby. Uh-huh. You got two strikes, so one more and you're out. Oh, man. This is a, this is a difficult... Oh, oh, uh, uh... Yes, this is farming. They farm on this one, and if it's not listed as that, I'm calling shenanigans, and I get another pick. Brass, Birmingham. Mm-mm. Yes, you farm in that game. You farm cotton in that game. And it's the rated the number like three game of all time. So I get that one. Count it for They me. must not have <laughs> put it on the list because no doubt it would have showed up there. I'm going to give you one more because. Don't you think that would you be You were right, doing though? so well and you just got. Uh, are you farming that or are you picking it up and delivering it? There is farming that happens. Well, I guess BGG doesn't think so. Are you farming in uh, Feast for Odin? It's been a while since I played that, so I can't remember. I mean, you milk cows and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. So It's quite a weird game. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to let you have one more go. Oh, I thought of one that I know you have rated high. I know it's a farming game. I just don't know if it's that high on the list. I know what you're thinking right now. Do you really? I think I know what you're thinking. And it involves milking as well. And cheese. Oh, I know what you're thinking. It's not on the list? It's up to you. Guess it. Oh, 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 okay. I've got two. I've got two. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with the the second one I just thought of. Mm -hmm. Although, I don't know. (laughs) Viticulture. Yes. Okay, yes. All right, all right. Uh, I thought that's the number two answer. Ooh, okay. All right. That's not the one I was thinking though. Okay. Clans of Caledonia. Yeah. Is that on there? I thought yes it is. Uh, yes. I thought okay. you were gonna I thought you were gonna dean it by having one on the answer and then convince yourself <laughs> to guess something else that's not on there. So yeah, so that's actually it took you four it, you've got three X's already, so you only got four right, but you're up to six now. Okay. I'm only, I'm just gonna let you ride this out till you miss the I, next because one. Because I'm calling shenanigans on Brass Birmingham and I need somebody to back me up on that. Okay. That's there's farming happening. Go to the in guild thirty four oh seven. There's there's farming happening in that game. Okay, so you need another one then. I need another one. Uh let's see. All these games I like, by the way. I know. That's I thought that you would actually enjoy this. Mm. Even though you booed it whenever I said I was gonna do it. Yeah. No, that You mean give be you right. some hints for fun or no? Do you own any of the other ones? Uh I own that one. I own that one. I own that one. I own that one. I own every single other one. Okay. I think I know one, but I can't imagine it's in the top 10, though. And I know it's one that you own, or at least owned. You're going to give me a hint. Let's hear the hint. Um, 
Okay, I'll give you a hint. Like kicking it like. You can give me a designer, maybe. No, I was just gonna say like. A lot of people, when they start playing board games, then they kind of kick it up a notch. It was their. It's an older game. It was like at the top of so many people's lists. I'm trying not to be super. You're talking about Catan. No, I, I, no, I'm not. Is so, that that farming? You know, I thought about farming. that because you you are gaining like wheat and stuff. Like that would have probably been one of my guesses, and it's not labeled as farming on. Oh, oh! Here. If you have a farmer, like in Carcassonne, that's a farmer, but you're not farming in that game. No, I'm talking. I've got five strikes now, so I'm, I'm okay. Done. What I was trying to say, I was trying not to be too obvious. Puerto Rico. Oh, right. Okay. I was going to say Fields of Green. I don't think that's on the list, but you mm-hmm. own that one, I think. so. Uh, it's not. Okay. So, A Feast for Odin was number one. Viticulture was number two. Puerto Rico was number three. Caverna was number four. Agricola was number five. Number six was Zulkin the Mayan Calendar. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed yeah, that. Yeah, I was... Mm-hmm. Number seven, Clans of Caledonia. Eight, Fields of Arl. Nine, Glenmore Two Chronicles. Because what you get shame. the wheat and yeah. you know what I mean, and the whiskey and that kind of stuff. And number ten, village. Interesting. Okay, I love village. That's I. Th- I thought you were going to guess Lagranha. Yeah, I actually considered Lagranha because obviously I, farming, but I didn't I thought think that's it would what be that you were high. doing when you were. Remember when you were in your brain? I thought that you were going to cancel Clans of Caledonia, say Lagranha, and it be number eleven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would and make you sense. just barely missed it. <laughs> And then uh, you would have said something like, "You really dean that." That's one. what I was. That's I was like, waiting for it. I was. I was that's what I, was, I literally thought that was going to happen, one hundred percent for sure. So, but no, I got two right as a result of that. And and you know that's not bad because I think the game the the game was cheating. The list was cheating. I'm gonna I'm gonna run down this list one more time, and you tell me, great, good, or meh. Okay. All right. Real fast. Let's do this. Feast for Odin. Uh, I've only played it once. It's it was good. But you weren't you weren't blown away. Okay. Viticulture. Uh, great, I guess. Yeah, great. Puerto Rico. Oh, great. Caverna? Not played it. You've never played Caverna? No, oh my I gosh. It. I played Cave versus Cave. We should have played that with Forgotten Folk. Remember that time you were going to run through this list really fast? Agricola. <laughs> uh, good. Zulkin. The Mayan calendar. Yeah, it, it was good. I think I liked that one. It was okay. Clans of Caledonia. Uh, I really like that. That's great. The Fields of Arl. Excellent. Uh, Glenmore 2. Excellent. And Village. Excellent. There you go. Not not top 50. I think that miss, missed my list. That's been on my top 50, but a lot of those have been on my top How many top of those 50. do you think will be on your top 50 this year? Any of them? You don't have to say the name, but how many out of that list? You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking through. There's some that have been on my list that are probably going to come off this year. There's at least and a couple of those. Might a couple the of these, I think, that are going to make your list. My so Clans of Caledonia is a good example of that. I haven't played the physical version of that. Since, it's gr- it's really fun. You know, two years ago or something like that. It's a great. Every time I pull that one, I'm like, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it is. I just I need to get it to the table. All right, so I want to talk about what we've been playing lately. Yeah, let's do that. You, uh, you, 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 do you want first? negativity first, or you want some positivity first? I mean, I usually say negativity, so I have something to look forward to. All right, you go ahead then. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're going to talk about. All right, y'all. So I think I mentioned on the podcast a few last episode or something like that. Oh, maybe oh, a couple sorry. episodes ago. We're talking. You're talking about two. So this the second oh. one is the negative one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. There. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the, that one leading up into the list, the ones that we'll talk about today. Um, I played poker 
Texas Hold'em for the first time live. So when I came back from a vacation a month ago, I downloaded a poker app and I just started playing poker. And I, you know, don't play often, usually during my morning bathroom times. And uh, so I, a friend, sorry. When me, you say poker, you're meaning Texas Hold'em. I said I'm that. I, I literally said that. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Oh, did you really? Yes. How did, I just heard you say, here's what was going through my mind. Man, John keeps saying poker. He said it like 15 times, and yep. I just got lost on that. And, and uh, you said- Texas Hold'em. Yep, Texas Hold'em. I did. By poker, I, you mean Texas Hold'em. I did. <laughs> let, me, let me clarify, because you've already done that. Yep, thank you, Dean. Well, my wife went out of town with my family last week, which I was home alone batching it, which I had another friend where that just literally happened to happen to him as well. And J.D. Adams, shout out if you're listening, J.D. Uh, J.D. lives in Spring Hill, 45 minutes or so away. And we just all started saying, we need to have a poker night because they all, they play poker, whatever. So, Dean, do you ever have this happen where we plan the poker night and I'm thinking to myself, hey, four or five guys going to get around, play a little poker, and it blossoms to like 10 people or something? Have I had that happen yeah. to me? Do you like I, when that happens? I, I haven't had a poker night in years. Okay, I'm just saying anything. Like, you know, you're just like, hey, let's have a oh, few friends get together. Then yeah. all of a sudden, every, you, you your friends are like invited friends. Like, yes. that's, that's who I have. Those are a lot of these guys coming over. And so, like, now they're coming to my house, and I'm like, I'm not going to lie. I lost a little excitement for it because I was like, mm, there's going to be like 10 guys here. There's a lot going on. And not that I, you know, anyways, I was trying to relax because I'd been doing so much that week. Anyway, play poker, Dean. $10 buy-ins, excuse me, play Texas Hold'em, Dean, $10 buy-in, uh, how many buy-ins did I go in over the course of, I played the entire time, so uh, I think it was about 6.30 till, I didn't play the, I quit about 10 o'clock because I was just getting tired, so I probably played three hours of Texas Hold'em, $10 buy-ins, you can buy in as many times as you want. How many times did I buy in? I'm guessing because you didn't want people there. <laughs> just one one buy-in. Do you also think about that because of just like my fiscal that is conservative? Both of those factored in, yes. That's correct. Okay. I told myself I'm buying in one time and after the ten dollars is gone, I'm out. Like and I don't and I don't because I I don't I just don't want to play I just didn't want to play that badly. Were I was you, just like Were you just like were you just folding? You were playing super conservative, I'm guessing. Fairly conservative. Okay. So this is what happened. I decided I'm going to play fairly conservative off the bat so that I can stay in it. But then after about an hour and a half in, I'm like, oh, I don't care anymore. Like, if I lose it, I can lose or whatever. So um, what did I end the night with? Did I lose all my chips or did I actually make some money? Did you play winner takes all kind of thing? No. Or did, okay. We just so cashed just out. Cashed Whenever out. you want to, you cash out. Okay. You ended up with... Five dollars, fifty bucks. Oh, in my okay. very first, my very first time playing Texas Hold'em, nice. I bought in at ten dollars and I ended with I was the second highest chip holder. One guy bought in at ten and won one hundred and eight dollars, Wes, I believe. Okay, but there were many guys that were just like Kept buying, buying in, in. But like that bought in four, three to four times yeah. at least, and most of those guys were the ones that were playing a lot more risky, and. One of them was newer to poker. I think he bought in four times and was just getting slaughtered. But by the, I think he walked away with like $38 at the end. So he basically washed. Oh, okay. After like, I mean, he was like, it was unreal. I mean, he was going like all in with like nothing. Oh, no. Like jack high. And I'm like, what are you, like, I 
and I was like, well, you, I guess he's just trying to bluff us out. <laughs> but I'm just like, oh man, do, how do you play po- uh, poker? Like, do, I know you got to, I bluffed occasionally. There were occasionally I didn't have anything and I, I bluffed. But are you a, a pretty big bluffer or do you kind of go, mm, here, I need something to here bluff? Here was my experience. Whenever I would play with people who didn't really know what they were doing, and I, you would bluff easily. I had played a lot of poker, but I, I'm never, I'm not great or anything mm-hmm. like that. I usually would end up in second place in these tournaments that we would play. Okay, that we would play, but it's, but it's not like tournaments that you're playing with people who really know what they're doing. Got you. And what I would do is I would play super conservative until towards the end, and I would basically wait everybody out. So everybody's going crazy. <laughs> yeah. Now, what would happen is I would end up with half the amount of chips as the leader had. And so I was like, there's no way I'm going to win, but at least I'm going to win some money. Yeah. You know, if it was like a $10 buy-in, I might win 20 or $30 or something. That like makes that. sense. So that makes sense. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, we play poker. We play very similarly. It sounds like. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a really crazy, I used to really enjoy it, but I've never been like, Oh, I, I want to play this all the time. And I want to, I'm the same way. Watch it on TV and all that. I enjoy it, but like, it's, you know, we're going. I'm going through Pub Meeple right now, mm-hmm. ranking my games, and I have Texas Hold'em in there because I just rate everything I play, and it's in like the top 150 or something. Like I enjoy playing it, mm. but it's not like something that you know I'm going to play probably any of these other games we'll talk about today. Before that, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know how I would rank that. It's hard for me to think through how games like that would be in a board game list. Yeah, even though I have card games in there too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just feels a little weird, but okay. Well, a game that I've been playing, or a game that I played with listener and our biggest fan, Stephen Burford. Uh oh. Stephen and I got to play a two player game of, we played several games, but one of the ones that we played was Century A New World. Now, I'm bringing this one up and not a game like Diamonds. We played Diamonds with one of our other buddies, um, and I, I really like Diamonds, but Century A New World is a game that. He had not played before. Okay. Now this is the third installment in the Century, the yeah the Century trilogy. So you've got Century Spice Road, Century Eastern Wonder, or something. I don't remember what the mm-hmm. other one's called. Eastern something, and then this one, Century A New World. So all these games are essentially the same type of game where you are upgrading and trading in and grabbing cubes in order to fulfill orders and then getting those points on those orders. Yeah. Now this one is different in that it is a worker placement game instead of a like card game like Century mm-hmm. Spice Road. So in this game I, I've been I've wanted to play that. Let's say we've played let's say we're playing a two player game because that's what I played. I start off with seven workers, you start off with seven workers. By the way, these workers are the tiniest workers you have ever seen in your life. <laughs> they are smaller than the cubes, I'm pretty sure. Which is pretty <laughs> Okay. I didn't think about that till now, but I think they are. They're about the same size, maybe maybe even smaller. So I'll put a cube, however many, or I'm sorry, put a That's worker. That's tiny. It, they're really tiny. I'm telling you, I can't. I've seen some small meeples. These are small meeples. Wow. So I would put, uh, let's say a worker placement spot says you have to put one worker there to grab two yellow cubes or something sure. like that. Okay. Then if you want to take that spot later on and I have one of my workers there, then you're going to have to place one more worker than what I have in that spot. Okay. Okay. Now, so your actions are, I can place a worker and take an action, or I can just take all of my workers back, and that will open up spots that are on the board. This is interesting because you still, well, I guess you have to do this in Spice Road too. You have to take an action to be able to fill an order. So this one, you have to place workers to fulfill orders. But you're also, if you want to, you're going to take these little cardboard tokens that are on the orders, and they will give you bonus points at the end of the game. It'll say like, 
if you have this symbol, then you're going to get two points for every symbol you have on your cards or whatever. They also have some worker placement spots that are not open during the game. Okay. But in certain actions, certain bonuses that you get from the cards, we'll say remove one of those tokens, and now you've got a new worker placement spot, which I think is pretty interesting. But when you do that, you're also getting a bonus from the tile that you're removing from that spot. Okay. And that's it. You're just going to complete eight of those orders and then add up your points at the end of the game, and that's it. What do you think? I like this one. I, I really like all these Century games. This is probably my favorite one, I think. Okay. I think, I think it's pretty interesting. Now, something I've been wanting to do for a while, John, is you've only played the first one. That's right. I've now played all of them. Uh, well, I mean, I, not now. I've, Can I've you played them? all of them. Can you put them in the order? Uh, it'd be harder for me to do the second one because it's been so long. But my okay. remembering, I think it would be the third one for sure. Probably the first one and then the second one. But okay. I still thought the second one was fun. You're moving your ship around and, and kind of doing the same thing, trading out cubes and stuff like that. But what I think is interesting about this game is that you, when you're combining them, it really adds for a thinkier game. Now, I've never combined the third one with the other one, so I don't know. I've only played the first and second one together, but it made it a much thinkier experience and one that I think is is a lot of fun. So at some point, maybe we'll play all three of these, okay. maybe together, maybe not, but I'd like us to do maybe a showdown with these. Sounds good. All right, now we're going to move on to these older games we've been playing, but you're going to mention one first well, before we yeah, get started. Yeah, so with here's that. the deal. Uh, Dean and I, because my wife was out of town and Dean got up early and I got up early, we decided that we were going to kind of have, I think, three days in a row, right? Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we got up really at the crack early. of dawn yeah. uh, to just to play a game and actually two, I think, one day. Yeah. Um, yeah, every yeah, single morning. Right. So what we decided to play was some games that like had been in the back of our mind for a while. Like, you know, Goa had been something that Dean had bought, I think two years ago, right, Dean? It's been a minute. Both of us have been going, Goa. Yeah, it hasn't been that long, but it has been a while. We've been yeah, going over a year, I think thinking, Hey, we should play that game. Um, Cole Baron is one that like I've almost bought multiple times and I thought same thing, Lancaster, same thing. I had played Nations and so had Dean, but we hadn't played in a while and we both wanted to play that one again. Yeah. And finally, um, oh, um, Guilds of London, sorry. Guilds of London. And so before we get into the four we're going to review, I do want to mention Guilds of London and just some initial thoughts. Uh, Tony Boydell, I, I really enjoy his games. I really enjoy Foothills and Snedonia, and he's done he does really, really good designer. Um, so I was really interested in this game. But Dean, there is an iconography learning curve that made us quit in the middle of the game. Let's be clear on this. It made you quit. <laughs> yes. I was I was I, I was less enthused about it than Dean. Yep. Now I had I had learned the rules and I had gone through some of the iconography, yeah. but even even learning some of it, you need to. You're going to have to have the sheet to yeah. to help you, and the sh even that that sheet is not really great. It does show you all the rules, but it's not necessarily where you would expect it to be yeah. with that with that iconography sheet or whatever. Uh, well, reference sheet is what I should say because it's. It's a lot. It's too much. It was. It's, it's a steep learning curve with that. The game itself is not a difficult game. No, it's not. But like, if you every time you look at your cards, you have to go through and read. Like, here's the thing. I think that it may be a great game underneath. Like, if you want to put time into it, 
you could really enjoy that game. Yeah. For someone like me who I play a game once or twice a year max oftentimes, right? I just don't have the patience anymore for games that I have to go through and like real, you know, dive deep and learn. Like that's why I don't know if I'll have any, I don't know if I'll have any Lacerda games on my list of my top 50 coming up and stuff because oftentimes I got to really go, oh man, it takes 45 minutes for me to read through the rules and all that kind of stuff. Right. But this was more frustrating because the rules weren't that complicated. It was just, I had to constantly reference that sheet. Yeah. And I wish, like, I understand why they did the iconography only because to make it language um, independent. But I would really wish they would have put on the bottom of it some words that told you what was going on. Because I, I know we're not the only ones that have experienced this, but it took, like, a game that I was excited about playing. And I would love to hear listeners' thoughts on this if you've played it and made it a game where I was like, I never want to play that game. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't. I did a lot of reading on this, and, and it had before too, but people really, really, really love this game. But... A, a common thread that I saw throughout different reviews and stuff like that is that people said, I really didn't care for the game the first time, or it was a bear to get through. Yeah. But if you push through, then it was worth and it, it. Then it was worth it. And, you know, I, it was two or three plays down the road. And then I was like, oh, this game is fantastic. I get it. This is, you know, his, his, his best game or whatever. And that could very well be the case. I just think that I'm not willing to invest that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think... I'm sure the game is great. It's just not one for me. And I, there's other games like that where I'm like, I, I know people love this game, but to have to relearn this, so as many games as we play, and it's, it's you know, it really is a shame if you think about it. Like, it has more to do with us and our willingness to learn new rules and to play games multiple times and, sure, you know, really invest in something it speaks more to, to us and the culture that we're a part of than it does the game probably. But all that being said, gameplayer we it's, are. it's not one that I'm going to keep on my shelf. Probably initially I told John, I was like, you know, I kind of still want to keep this one. I want to give it a chance, but I'm like, why? I don't, I've got too many yeah. games to, to really wade through. So this will be one that's, that's going to be going out. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's in the, the iconography is, I'm not, it is just, you have to reference a sheet. Like there are, I had this conversation. So also this weekend, uh, this week, I, I went over to my friend's house and Justin and Ryan, a couple of my friends, I introduced them to Viticulture, right? Now, uh, Ryan in particular, he won the game, though he doesn't play that many games. He's just, he's smart. And just like understanding like the worker placement spots and blah, blah, blah. He asked me in the middle of it, he said, how do you like learn more complicated games? And I'm like, it's just like video games or, you know, you're good at, construction work or something when you've done something before there's a lot of commonalities you're learning new things and i usually feel like that in games but this one it felt so kind of different with the iconography yeah. i was lost again like i can usually pick stuff up pretty quick i think but here i'm like ah i wasn't lost i just got tired of referencing the sheet and i was just like i'm think i'm done dean so there you go yeah unfortunately i love tony boydell and i that's not a I hate to say that because like I almost want to. I think some people could take that and be like, oh, "I don't want to play that game." If you're worried about that and like referencing the sheet and don't want to invest a ton of time, it's probably not worth your time. Yeah, but yep. if you are and want to buy into it, you may come back and be like, "John, you're an idiot. This game was amazing." Yeah, but either way, it's it's kind of where we're at on this good, bad, or ugly. I guess. So, yep. So that was the that was the only game that we stopped mid game and said, "I'm done." 
Yeah. All right. What, Part what of that is because there was another one that we really wanted. That's to play right. To. It wasn't that it was like this is so. It's just like yeah, let's uh, let's move on. Yeah, it wasn't like a, a rage quit or anything like that. Okay. No. So the first one we're going to talk about, and we're we're not going to do rapid reviews on these, but we'll we'll be not as brief. We'll as be like, brisk. Yeah, because a lot of these we've only played one time. Sure. Uh, all right. Starting with Lancaster. Okay. All right. I'll I'll do some explaining on a lot of these. I guess I taught maybe three out of four of these. Mm. So well, it will be long if you do the explain it. In Lancaster, this is essentially a worker placement game, right? Sure. And this has three phases in each of the each of the rounds. First, you're going to place your knights, which are your workers, and the knights have different values. They are different heights, and so, <clears throat> excuse me, that's pretty interesting. If you have a value four, it's going to be much thicker than the value one yeah. knight. You're, it feels more powerful. It does. I like it. It does. You're, you're going to put those in three different areas, either the country, the castle, or the conflict. Country is basically the the spots where that's going to give you stuff at the end of that round. The castle mm-hmm. is going to be, again, giving you things at the end of the round, but there are things that are specific to your, uh, your castle that you have. And so I can take my own personal worker placement spots, basically. Mm-hmm. And then the conflict, and that is you are trying to make the make the battle burst i guess basically put the value let's say you're in a battle that has a value of five you want to have a total value of the knights yours and the other players to add up to five and then whoever gets the most points at the end of the round of those is going to be uh getting the the most points whoever has the most value is going to get the most points yep and Um, second i guess second most points like there's so it's not just an all or nothing unless you're playing um and two-player game is it all or nothing on those now that I'm, now I'm. <laughs> we played so many games that I know. Uh, no, it wasn't. No, 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 it's it not, wasn't. It's it not. Wasn't. You still get second yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. And if I'm remembering, remembering right, so you're first mm-hmm. going to place those. Nothing happens yet, except when you place in the conflict. There are these six bonus tiles that you can take, and you get those things immediately. There you go. But then the parliament phase happens, and this is you're going to do some voting. You're going to vote on these different laws, these different mandates to happen, and. Then you're going to score those, whichever three are available. So some could be left over from the last round if you reject all the new laws that are coming into place. Or you could have all three new laws if it's, all of them go into it. It's a real effect. interesting mechanic, isn't it? It really is. It's, like, but yeah, voting on laws to come in, that's, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that was a pretty cool piece of the game. And then those are going to give you bonuses or points or different things based on whatever those laws are. So sure, obviously, yeah. if I have a lot of workers or what do you call it, squires? If I have a lot of squires, and the thing is, you can turn in a squire for whoever has the most squires gets a a new knight. Well, then I'm going to want that one to pass, so I'm going to want to put a bunch of voting cubes in there to make it pass, where John doesn't want it to pass because he knows he's going to lose. That's right. And then the last thing that happens in a round is the rewards, where all of your workers will then activate in order, and then you will look at the conflict and all of the worker placements in your spots, all of those things are going to uh, get tidied up, basically. You're going you're gonna to take all the goods from all that stuff, and you're going to keep playing through the game until it's over after so many rounds. Fifth, Six. Fifth, fifth round. Fifth round. Fifth after round. the fifth round. Yeah, yeah, okay. There we go. So I, w- I want to initially start off by saying uh, Matthias Kramer is a designer that I have continues to rise for me. I mean, just Glenmore, Glenmore 2, Watergate, um, uh, Kraftwagen, uh, Rococo. I mean, the dude just knocks it out most of the time, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's and, and it's just it's unreal how how exciting and interesting his games are. So I did want to play this, especially this being 
uh, one of his older games. Uh, Glenn Moore was the first game, I think, well, it's the first notable game on BGG in 2010 and then 2011, Lancaster. So that was the main reason I wanted to play it. Um, plus, I kind of like to play these old school queen euros. Yep. Like I, <laughs> it was like a combination of both of those. Um, now, this is the base game, too. We don't have the big box or any of the expansion stuff in that's there. That's right. And I do want to say this. Uh, the art is pretty bland, you know, in this game. <laughs> It does. It's not bad, terrible or anything, but it definitely has the old school Euro feel. And it has maybe the ugliest first player marker. It's a giant triangle block of wood with some stickers on it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it, that it, was endearing to me. In the game's defense, it's not a triangle, right? It's a trapezoid. trapezoid. Yeah, it's remember. a trapezoid. No, but I'm like, I'm just saying, like, it was, I was like, what is this block of hunk? But uh, it was kind of uh, like, okay, this super reminds me of. Like old Euro vibes. It is very So very I liked weird. it. I actually liked it. <laughs> um, yeah, this game was interesting, I would say, Dean. I, I remember multiple times throughout the play going, should have done that. That was dumb. Should have done that. And uh, I think I liked that in the game. Um, but it did... It, did, it didn't have... I think I did that a lot because just the flow of the game and... It wasn't just something that connected with me immediately, right? Like the idea that you can go into battle, but you can also go out to the worker placement spots. I can also displace Dean if I have enough squires to displace Dean. Um, but also I need to pay attention to the uh, laws that are in effect or could be in effect. But I'm not sure if they'll get voted in or not. So like when you're swirling all those things around, uh, I got my tail kicked in this game. Because that was <laughs> it was not... I think I was probably last second to last round before I started going. Okay, yeah, now I'm putting the pieces of the puzzle together. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I'm I'm with you in a it lot. It feels of these. different, right? It feels kind of different. It does, and this is a game that came out in 2011, and you think you know there's a lot of things that would have been replicated, which is true. I mean, mm -hmm. in in really in some ways, this game felt a little bit like El Grande to me, and it's not El Grande at all, but it has the feel because of the the Parliament piece where you're voting in the laws. It kind of feels like when you're drafting the different tiles that benefit you, but you don't want to benefit other people. Kind of that sure, same, I got that. Yeah. You know that same tension that and you, you have find the in El majority Grande majority in a lot of places. Yeah, but there's a lot to really like about this game. I'm actually I'm really curious to see what the expansion stuff adds into yeah. this because I think the base game has has enough for me to hold on to this one. What the problem is. I don't think this is probably best at two players. One of the things that we didn't really do a lot of is you can push players out of those worker placement spots. Yeah. We probably would have done that more in a higher player count, but we, and, and had we played more times, and, and that's one of those areas that you're talking about, you know, I, I wish I would have done this better, wish we would have yeah. done this more. That's an area that I think that the game probably would shine a lot more and have a lot more tension, and those squires become a lot more valuable when you I think push so. people out. I feel like this, out of the four games that we played, was the most that I don't think I have a handle on my score of the game or how I feel. About, I, I'm talking about like my rating, not my score. Like, like I feel like this is one that's a slippery fella. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that, I'm like, okay, we played it once, and I, all these games besides Nations, we played one time, so. I could see myself like really liking it a lot more as I play it, but I could also see myself like I I don't know how much I love the law and voting in the laws part. Like it's unique, but I, it kind of slows the pace of the game down. You know what I mean? Like we kind of stop. Now we got to think about these laws. Now I got to kind of recalculate where I'm at. Now I've got to vote on them. Um, 
And I really like the quick pace of the place in the worker. Boom. Okay, I'm going to take him out here. I'm going to do this. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, let's slow down for a second. So I just don't know how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I'm at. Like, so I mean, I think after one play, I'm in this like, you know, seven and a half, maybe eight. I'm not really sure where it's. You know what I mean? Like, this but it's would, still a really good game for I you. I still I mean, enjoy. Yeah. Like, I, and the thing is, is I say that, but I could see it really rising potentially too. So like, this is the one that I'm just like, okay. I don't want to. I'm not saying I don't want to go out and buy it, but I want to play it more. Yeah, and I might. I might go out and buy it after I play it more. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of there with you, John. I want to see. I, I've been thinking about that piece you're talking about, where things that slow games down make me yeah. not want to play that. I actually found that in this game that was interesting. You like this which part. surprised me because a lot of times I don't like that either. Yeah, but I, I just thought it was really cool. But again lacking in a two-player game where I feel like it would really shine in a higher player I agree. Where you've got, you know... This need to put, yeah. Two or three people that really want to buy for this. Now, for those spots where it's like the whoever has the most squires gets this thing, mm-hmm. that would be kind of frustrating if you're the one who has the most and, and other people, you know, because I feel like it would be yeah. easier for that to not pass. But, yeah. um, so that, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm curious about this one in the same way that you are. Need more plays, want it... To play with higher player count. You're definitely not getting rid of it, are you? No, no, uh uh-uh, not at all. I'm going to play with a higher player count, and I'd love to... I don't have any of the expansion stuff, but I'd love to see what that adds in there as well. Yeah, I would too. Um, Very, yeah, very interested in that. So, ah, yeah, I give it a... That was fun. I'd like to play it some more, and we'll see what happens. (laughs) We might be really close on all of these, honestly. I would say probably this is my... well. I'm not going to rank any of these yet, but we'll do it at the end. But I do think I'm probably somewhere in that same range that you are seven and a half to, to eight with the potential to go higher. Also the potential to go lower, depending yeah. on if I'm wrong about my opinions on that. Number two, and this is in no order of how we played them for sure, but this is Goa, which okay. came out in 2004. This is a Rudiger Dorn designer. Another, another, this big, was the first one we played. I big think big time designer. That's probably right. Yeah, I think that's right. So in this game, this is a uh, two to four player game. Where do you, you want to say what Rudiger has done? Just I'll throw these out. I've got it pulled up here. Do you want to go ahead and load that up? Because I've got it. I already got it. Oh, yeah, go uh, my farm shop was a recently recent one, but let's just say some of the big ones: Runestones, uh, Istanbul. I mean, that's probably Karuba. Uh, Istanbul is probably his biggest one, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Uh, Montana Steam Time. So I mean, Las Vegas. He also did Las Vegas. So okay. All right, so in Goa, I'm going to go ahead and say this, John. I have like zero internet here. I don't know why, but I'm, I can't pull anything up. Wow, mine's going great. Okay, well, I'm glad to hear that. Maybe I, just <laughs> I mean, we're to, sitting right next to each other. Maybe I need to switch over to another it's a computer one. problem. But in this game, I'll kind of explain are you, this one as are best you I logging can. On, are you on the church's one on accident? Sorry, our building is next to the, our office is next to the church, and sometimes it logs on to that. And it's I bet that's what it is. Instead of the, yeah, you need to be on TP. We, we call it TP. TP. I bet that's what it is. Because the address is Taylor Place, not because of bathroom stuff. At least it says it's loading. All right, yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and start on yep. this one, even though I don't have the rule book pulled yep. up to kind of glance at it. Uh, here it goes. It's, it's starting to go. You're okay. right. You're right, John. That was what happened. So this is an auctioning game as well. It's got some... Got some. Well, I say as well because you've got the the, the bidding for the, mm-hmm. the laws to take place. or voting, which is kind of the same thing. So in this one... You, You're not voting on laws on this one. You are not, but you are going to be auctioning. And the auctioning on this one is, is kind of interesting because mm-hmm. if I am the first player, let's say we're playing a two-player game, we're going to have three auctions that happen. The first one is going to be for the flag, which is the first player marker, but then you also get an extra action card. Then you're going to 
if John would place a tile out that's adjacent, place a card on a, uh, sorry, place his token on a tile that's adjacent to that and we'll auction on that thing. And then I'll place another token on a tile adjacent to that and we vote on, or So it's weird. That. It like kind of creeps yes. through the board. And so you're looking at a, it's a five by five tile board. And as Dean picks one of the tiles, then now I've got potentially several other tiles that I'm going to move north, south, east, or west, or diagonal, right? I can go, yep. I can go any of them. And then it might create, and then now that opens a whole new set of choices for Dean next time That's to right. do that. So when you're picking some, you may be like, man, I'd really like to win this, but I also don't want Dean to have the opportunity to go to that spot. But if he takes that spot, I'd love the next spot over. So it's kind of, it's got some interesting pieces there. Yeah. And so if I'm, again, two-player game, if I'm the auctioneer that started that bid, then John's actually going to not start the bid. If I'm the auctioneer that's holding the auction, John's going to start the bid. Now, there's three things that could happen. No one bids on it, and then I just the auctioneer just takes that tile, okay? Mm -hmm. Which is not going to happen that's often. Not, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. The auctioneer passes. So let's say John sets a price, and then I pass. Then whoever has the highest bid is going to pay the auctioneer and take that tile, mm -hmm. okay? So I'm going to get all that money if I've, if I've yeah. got that, but I didn't want to bid on it. I like that mechanic in games. We're like... Yeah. And then the last thing that could happen is the auctioneer buys the tile that he's auctioning and then I would pay uh, one less than the highest bid. That's interesting too. That's kind of interesting. And I'm going to take that tile and that money is going to go to um, going to go to the bank. They'll just pay that So if I bid eight, Dean only has to pay seven. Yep. Yep. And so scenario. we're going to take those tiles. Um, that is the, the tile auction phase. And then we're going to place those auction... Um, sorry, we're going to take our... our our actions, so three actions, mm -hmm. unless you get a card that gives you more, which is going to be producing goods. It's going to be building ships, which is just giving you ship cards. It's going to be... Yeah. Um, you have to, to upgrade your player board, you have to have ships that ship the goods off. Yeah. So you have to have put those goods on the ship, and then you... Yeah. That's right. Taking money, taking other cards, lots of different things that you can do. Now, John mentioned the player board, which I have not mentioned. Basically, you've got these different categories in your player board, and you're going to be upgrading those yep. throughout the game. So if I upgrade my taxation area of my board, whenever I take that action, instead of getting four gold, I might get six gold. Or if I upgrade it again, upgrade it again I'll get eight gold. And you can upgrade all of those things. It, it seems, it reminds me of, I just played Hansa Teutonica last night, that kind of old school, okay, um, remove a cube or I get an upgrade, it's a little more powerful now. Yeah. That's it. It's real simple, but it's like a, it's a, like a lot of tracks that you're just moving up on and just getting getting increasingly powerful. That's right. And and really, you're also, you're colonizing in this game. Mm -hmm. And if you colonize, you're going to get points from those cards and and play through, I don't remember how many rounds of this one either. And then the game's over, but that's the, that's the gist of it. That makes me want to go read the historical background on this. Yep. I don't Does know. It, I'm curious if anybody out there, <clears throat> this could be a guild topic, how many of you, when you play historical games, sit down and read through to learn about the era and what's taking place? Do you? I do on some games. I kind of like when... I don't on every game, but I do on some. I kind of like when games do that for me. You know, because you're like learning as you play. Yeah, Watergate's a good example of that. The cards have flavor text on there that gives you, but also the book, the rule book itself gives you gives you some of the historical background of that. Yeah, it's I actually like that. Yeah, okay. So yeah, that's, that's that's essentially the game. Now mm -hmm. that's, yep. Without seeing anything, it's it's kind of hard to grasp on how all of that works together. It's not a difficult game, but there's there's a lot to look so. at. Yeah, it's weighted uh, three point three seven, which I, that's. Maybe I would wait around a three. I think 
you know. But anyways, so <clears throat> I'll say this. Well, we started playing the game, and I was like, okay, this is fine. But as the game progressed, I liked it more. Um, that was, uh, and I, 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 I quite enjoyed it actually. I thought it, I thought it was really good. I like the auction piece to it and the way that that works, but going up those tracks and getting increasingly powerful is, is satisfying. You, know, yeah. you agree with that? Like in, um, balancing, you have that balancing act of, okay, I can produce a ton of goods, but if I don't have any ships or I'm not, you know, it's taking me a lot of actions to get the number of ship cards cause I never upgraded that well, then I can't upgrade my board. Yeah, you know, very easily. Um, and so you have that. But then you also kind of have this like uh, if you get to the bottom of the track, you're going to score more points at the end of the game. There's almost a race two element as well. Like if you're the first player to get to the fourth and the fifth slots on any of those tracks. Or, um, yeah, the first one to get to that, you're going to gain an extra card that can be nice to have. Um, yeah, other actions. There's a little bit of comboy things that take place like, oh, man, that's gained these actions and. Uh, I, I, th- I thought it was fun, man. I, I really like this one and I would, I think I would definitely pick this up if I saw it out somewhere. Yeah. This one's worth having, I think. And you mentioned the cards, being able to carry more cards. The expedition cards are some of my favorite things of the game, but also what lost me the game, but they're dual purpose cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just dual, but multi-purpose because you can flip them over to gain uh, colonists whenever you're trying to colonize an area. Yeah. You can also use them for an action, but if you use them for an action, you don't get to keep them for the set collection. And at the end of the game, if you get a set of five of the same symbols on there, you're going to get a lot of points. Yes. I tried to do that yeah. a lot, too much, way too much. It, it, I spent a lot more actions gaining of those cards than I should have. And it did not pay off in the end because I got destroyed in this game. But That's I, right. But I really like that element of it. Yeah. I thought, it w- I mean, I just sat back and laughed. It was great. I had a great time laughing at Dean try to score more points and just wasting actions. It was wonderful. The end. <laughs> yeah, you. I, I won this game for you. You are welcome. But <laughs> I'm with John. Help. This one kept creeping, kept creeping more and more. I like this game more and more the more we played it, so... Um, yeah, that, it's definitely one that I, yeah, if I find it somewhere for, I mean, I'm not going to go and pay an arm and a leg for it, but if I found it for like 40 bucks or something, I'd pick it up for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think my wife would like it except for she doesn't love auction games, but you can, even in two players, it's just like, who wants to pay the most for it? You know, like it didn't feel, it felt fine. I thought it felt fine. So yeah, yeah I would give this one like. I'd, I'm just gonna. I'm just telling you guys. I'm just being transparent. I'm hovering around the eight, eight and a half, somewhere around yeah. there. Same for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm still right there one. too. So I don't know what I would land on. I'd have to play it more to give official rating. But fun stuff. But so far, we're we're two for two on these ones. I know. So you're saying what I said earlier, like seven and a half to eight on Lancaster would be where you were would land on your first. Probably more on the eight side, and okay. then this one. I can see Lancaster even going down to seven for me though. So it's that's a lot more slippery. It is true. Yeah. That that that's that's a little. Yeah, you're right. Slippery is a good word. for or up to eight and a half. Like it's that one's more slippery. This one's not. I feel like I got a good handle on how much I like this one. Yeah. Yep. Me too. I'm with you. So then we we at some point played Nations, which John mentioned that we both played this one. I had only played it solo though. You had played it other ways, and so I was really interested to get this one to the table multiplayer. Yeah. yeah so I'll talk about Nations real quick. Now Nations is. I think people often refer to this as like um, through the ages light. What would you agree with that statement? I, I guess. I mean, I mean I, it's fine that people I, say that. And it's just because t- it's a civilization game. And I it's think lighter. so. It's. I, I agree. And sometimes that's a slight to the game. Sometimes that's a in your face through the ages. You're way too complicated, and I don't want to play you. 
Um, the game is very, very simple and straightforward. I, I mean, it really is like the concept of it, but it's like one of those things where you're making every decision progresses, right? Like you're building on those quick decisions, but there's a, uh, you have your own player board and you're going to start with some buildings on there. That's going to do different types of production or maybe your army or, or there's player powers if you play the B side of the board as well. But in the center of the table, you're also going to have a bunch of cards that are going to come out based on player count that you can pick up and buy. And that's really the, the whole part of the game is what cards are you going to buy for one, two, or three coins? They are going to be built over your buildings that you have right now. Or if you're building like a special building, you need architects, then you you can go get that. And that'll be on some blanks places of your player board. Or you can go and attack, you know, different colonies. Like you can just, but you've got to have the military power to do that. But the way it works is on your turn, you're not only buying cards, you're also sending out your workers to go onto the spots because they're not worth anything without anyone on there. But if I send out a meeple to a place where I'm getting, you know, two grain in a coal, then at the end of the round, I'm going to produce two grain in a coal. If I have two meeples on there, I'm going to produce four grain and two coal. But it's costing me coal to go send out the meeples. It's costing me coins to go. It's, it's a huge balancing act coins to buy the cards, it's costing me grain to support those workers that I'm sending out. And then on top of that, there's the military that you're not only co like conquering lands with the military, but there can be wars that take place. And based on who starts the war, you could lose things, you know, at the, at the end of the round on that, you know, particular thing. And then, I don't know, there's, you know, you can build some different buildings. You have leaders that give you ability. Oh, you also have the the scale of justice. That's interesting that you're balancing as well in the game. And what is it? Civil, I think is what it is, like civil power or something like that. And those have to do with um, cards. Most of that have to do with like effect cards that take place every single round. And whoever has the most gets this. Or if you have the least, you lose X, Y, or Z. And it's just a game where you're slowly building up over time, but trying to balance all these things. And you can't, you don't want your, you know, civilization to go whack. Yeah. Which you mentioned that the balance of those different resources with the different, you know, cards and all that, that you have to have. Now that does feel like any civilization game. That does Absolutely. feel like a through the ages light. It's interesting. This game feels cool. One, I, I really like this game, by the way. I'm just going to go ahead and start off with that. I think it's yeah. an excellent, excellent game. But it doesn't feel too heavy. That was the thing with Through the Ages. Is there sometimes the balancing part was too much for me, whereas this one didn't feel that way. Mm -hmm. Battles didn't feel that. You know, the battles, yeah. the the war, I like because it doesn't negatively impact you too much. For most of the game, John had uh, really all the game. John had a l much larger army than I had. I mean, it was wasn't even close at times. But you were ha with the civil. Uh, stability. I think a stability track. Yeah. You were way higher beating me every, almost every single time. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But it was interesting because with the war, as long as I start the war, who cares what John's is, for the most part, who mm -hmm. cares what John's uh, size of his army is? If I start it, I really just have to to have as high of a military strength as what I'm at, or whoever starts that yeah. battle, which I really like that piece But it costs it. you money to do that. It so does. like you have to pay for that card to, to start that. So if you're like, man, he's beating me, I'm going to jump up there, that could be expensive. Yeah, but you if could, you have a large army, it's really, either way, it's really worth it probably for yeah. you to do that if you can. But there are some cards that come out, some of the event cards that come out that, that have to do with military sure. strength too, which I think is, you know, balances that out a little bit more. 
But some of these games, it might you might think I just need to have the largest army that I need to possibly have, and that's not this the no. case in this game at all. No. I my focus was spending. I got whipped in this game, pretty sure. But my oh, focus did was. I get, did I whip you? You did beat me. I don't remember what the final was, but that's I'm, actually I'm gonna look that up because I think that's interesting. My focus forty four to thirty nine. It wasn't okay. It okay. was. I mean, but yeah. my focus was to get more of the of the wonders, and I didn't do a good enough job of that. This, But this one, like Goa, after playing it, I was like, oh, I got to play this <laughs> again because I know that I could have done better and I yeah. should have done these things differently. I, the, the reason why, okay, I love civiliz- civilization games, even including sure. Through the Ages. I really like that one a lot. The issue is I have a harder time focusing on something in these games because I want to do everything really well, yeah. and it doesn't always pan out that way. So I don't usually do really but well But you can't just games. go whole hog on one thing either. You cannot. You cannot. It's, it's almost like you can kind of specialize in things, but not just go crazy. Um, but what I do is I look at a card, and I'm like, ooh, that's a cool card. I want to do that, and I'll do it, even if it really doesn't benefit the way the system that I've set up, you know? Yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I... Um, I hadn't played this in a while. The only time I'd played, I'd soloed it one time, and then my wife played it with me um, one time, and she just didn't like it. I, I, and I was just, oh, that bothered me so bad because I really enjoyed it. Um, I sold through the ages. I'm just going to mention that uh, a few months ago simply because it's too much, and I don't want to relearn it every time. Uh, I like, I, I really like the game. Don't get me wrong. I like through the ages, but I don't want to have to playing it once a year, read through all those rules, and it's too dang long. And yeah. my, it, for me, like, for you, you may want to play a game that's four hours long or three hours long. I know JD argues with me saying it can be a lot shorter if you know the rules and stuff. Maybe. I've just never experienced that. I don't disagree with him. I'm not arguing. You know, I'm not saying it can't be. I just know I'm not going to have time to, <laughs> right, to, to, right. to do that. I'm just not going to take the time to do that. But I just loved it, man. I thought it was so fun. I thought it was so... Easy to understand the rules. Place that in. Oh, I'm going to have another worker there. What civilian? I don't know what they are. I can't remember what they're called. I'm going to gain a couple more grain by going to that spot. Oh, if I switch out this leader with that leader, I just read what the card says and I do it. Mm-hmm. The number of cards on the mat were was not overwhelming. Like we played a two player game. I think there's what twelve cards maybe four and three rows. Mm-hmm. So it's not like one of those games where like it comes out. And then the top row stays the same, so you already know what those are. So you might get ten new cards or something. It's not one of those where you're just like more in a higher player uh, count. Yeah. And, and and many of them are so easy because it's just a building that just makes something more powerful. Yeah. And so it's not like I have to read through what is this, what does that do. I I already know what they do. It's just how how do I want to incrementally get better? It's yeah. kind of the decision you make. Absolutely love this game, man. Me this too. easily will be in my top fifty. Spoiler alert. I had such a fun time. I, I can't wait to play it again. Me too. Can't I'm, wait. I would say I, I am. Let's I'm freaking a, go. I'm, the I'm getting excited. I'm the highest on this one out of any of the ones that we've talked about. I'm I'm somewhere around a nine on this one. I think. I, yeah. I'm with you. It'll. I'm a nine, nine and a half. I okay. I just I love it. Yeah. I part of me I don't want to get too excited. I want to play more mm-hmm. of this. I want to play with the get, expansion get stuff. Get more but, excited than ever. Yeah. But I <laughs> yes. There we go. But that's what I try to do. Expansion stuff is hard to get. The base game might be hard to get. I don't know, but I I think this one is excellent. It's not. I don't think it's hard to get, but That's it's not, not going to be. Now nah, I think I saw someone even locally having it for like sixty, seventy bucks or something like that. Okay, which there's a lot in this box, so it's worth that size of a game. I feel like. Yeah. Now if now if now if you're a th- you've never played it and you're like a through the ages fan, uh, I don't. 
I could see you going, mm, I'd rather just play through the ages. Yep. Like this almost could feel like the card game version of that, you know, like a, but I want that in this time, in yep. this scenario, I want that. Absolutely want it. Absolutely love it. Fantastic game. Yep. I'm with you. All right. Let's go on to our final game that we're going to talk about, which is Colbert. And this is a Keesling Cromer game, which we've talked a lot about their games. Mm-hmm. It's got Dennis Lohausen art, which John loves some Dennis yeah. Lohausen art. You know, I do. Uh, this game is a worker placement. Talk game. about Euro kicking old school. You know, you know, you got to have Lohausen. You're going to have Clemens Franz somewhere, right? Do we have Franz? He didn't, did he? No. Did we? No, no. I oh, wow. Not, not on this one. Okay. All right, but this is a worker placement game. You're going to be putting, you get a lot. You get 18 workers, I think, is what you have. And That's not many. Which is considered, I think it's not necessarily workers, but your workforce or your time or something like that. Yeah. But you're going to put these, uh, every, everyone has their coal mine that they're going to be getting coal from. You're going to be placing your workers out on the board to take these coal cars that will give you coal that you can then mine at some point. You can take actions to take new orders. You can take actions that will give you money. You can take actions that will... That's it for the gist of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then they have these spots on there where you can take action. So in a two-player game, a couple of those spots are marked off, but you can place a worker to take 10 actions or place a worker to take six actions. Mm-hmm. Or if John has a worker there, then it's going to cost me two workers. And if, he, if there's two workers there, it's going to cost me three workers. Kind of like what I was talking about with Century New World earlier. But yep. with those actions, what you're going to do is you're going to be mining for coal. You're going to move your your elevator down to different floors. You're going to be taking coal and putting it on the elevator and bringing it up and fulfilling your orders that way. And then, yeah. at, and then you have to ship them. And so there's spots that you take to ship them, but certain types of shipments. So with a cart or with a train or with a truck or whatever, you have to specifically ship the way that it says the order says for you to ship those. Yeah. Now the cool thing is there's lots of cool things, but one cool thing is the way scoring works. So after the first round, you're going to, you would have already scored the orders that you completed, but then you're going to look and see who has the most of each specific color of coal, black coal being the most valuable, yellow being the least valuable. And then you're going to score bonus points for that. After the end of the very Kiesling Cromer, very much so, yeah, yeah. At the end of the second phase, you're going to see who has the most of the different types of shipments on their order. So who who shipped with the most of trains, and that's going to be the most yeah. valuable bonus points. But then you're going to go back and still do all of those coal, and then the last round, you're going to see who has the different, the most different types of coal, uh, trains, cars, mm-hmm. carts in your mine, and then score everything else again. So lots of bonus points that you're going to get there. So only three. Uh, phases of this game, three uh, rounds of this game, I guess. And then the game is actually fairly quick Yeah, for placing that many workers out I, there. You know, it, the, with the three-round thing, I think we were both like, oh, we're on round three. Mm-hmm. Like, it just it came pretty quick. And so, so Dean, this is one that I, I, I really do love Keys and Cromer. I think they both – I think I like them – I mean, I just got done playing uh, – Queen's Garden. We both played Queen's Garden. Yeah. And I'm like, I was thinking back through how, you know, every round something scores. And, you know, at the end, you know, as you're getting to the end, like you're building towards that score later on. And you're yeah. doing the same thing here. Like you could get a bunch of trains early on knowing, hey, that can score me big points at the end. It's totally up to you how you want to play it. Um, But it, so it has those similar feels. But I, I always enjoy their games. I really do. And so this is one that I almost picked up multiple times for like 20 bucks, Dean. Yeah, I'm, I'm kicking myself at this point. And I, we're playing the game, and I'm like, okay, this is cool. And then we start scoring the rounds, and I start going, oh, yeah, good stuff. Yep. Like, that's when it really started clicking. And it's a super tactical efficiency game. 
That's all what it, it's all it is, is you're trying to, I mean, it's a huge piece to it. You want to go to the worker placement spots for the least amount of money. I mean, least a lot of workers with this huge amount of them. You want to go places where you know it's going to hurt your opponent because they need to go there and it's going to cost them an extra worker. And you're deciding, man, should I spend one worker to get six actions or two worker to get 10 actions? Okay, I'm going to spend this one to get six. Okay, but then if Dean goes to that, one there, crap, then it's going to, oh, I'm going to play three workers to go there, or then I guess I can use another, you know what I mean, like you're having this, I guess I can use two then to go back to the six, and I'll have spent three workers to get 12 actions, where he started off and only had to spend one to get 10, that stinks, yep. and like that's the, that's the whole game, and I want that coal over there, but Dean could steal it ahead of me, uh, and it was so fun. It's fun, and tense, you know, it is tense because yes. of what you're talking about, like, the the good thing is you're not going to get blocked out of spots. I like that a lot. But again, you don't want to spend, again, Century New New World is the same way, that you don't want to spend more workers than you need to is what John's talking about. I I love that aspect of it, of, of racing for these different spots yeah. to try to get them. And some, I knew I'm going to spend a lot of money this round because there's some things that I really want, some coal cars that I really want to get. So, by the way, you have to balance those coal cars. I didn't mention that. But if you there's light and dark ones, you have to balance those on either side of your mine, which really changes the game a lot, too, because you're going to lose points if it's not balanced mm-hmm. at the end of the game. But I knew that I needed a lot of that's money. That's true. That's a huge, That's a cool piece. It's a, it is a really cool piece. Yeah. I knew that I needed a lot of money this round, so I took the $6 spot. <laughs> and then John took a spot, and I immediately took the $4 spot. Yeah. I, I still lost this game, by the way. But <laughs> but you, you, I didn't want to do that necessarily right away, but I'm like, yeah. I need this money, so I might as well go ahead and get it for a lot cheaper than what I would otherwise. Yeah. I, I love... I like this in games, I think. In thinking about these two games, having a lot of workers and then being able, having to spend more workers to be able to take a spot if somebody yeah. else is there, I think that's a really cool mechanism that I like. Yeah, and this game is so quick to teach. I mean, it's I think it's rated... What is it? Hold up, I'm pulling it up. I've got it pulled up. It's pretty low. Two point five, yeah. five. Not it, light, but yeah. No, but it does. But it doesn't matter. Like it's it's tactical. It's it's rules light, but all about making the, and what I love incremental decisions, like quicker decisions, that add up to a lot over the course of the game. Man, I done. I made a couple of dumb decisions there. Oh, is that one or two workers going to hose me in this game? Did I get too many light coal side, and now at the end of the game, I'm going to lose six points because of the imbalance of it. I dude, it's so good. It, it, I, why is this game not talked about more? I mean, I know it it's it's, it's 682 overall, that's fine. Let me tell you something, John. I, I loved it. Apparently, you haven't looked in the forums on this one, and I'm hype right now. Why? I'm so excited. They're doing a Kickstarter for this game with new art. Oh my which gosh. Which I really that's, like this. Oh, they, there it is. That's why I can't I can't find it like I li- Oh my gosh. CNC Publishing is that doing is this. Sick. That is an instant buy for me. Yep. I okay. Instant buy. We just did a commercial for them because we love this game a lot. A lot. Now we you know Maple Town that we love Keesling Cromer games. This game is fantastic. And I don't know why it's been sitting on my shelf for so long because it's not a difficult game to learn. And it is just so good. It's exactly what I want in a Keesling Cromer game. It's lighter than a lot of those Kiesling Cromers, but it still has that same tension. You know, yeah. I, this is an excellent game. This is fantastic. I, I yep. I'm I I own this one, and I'll be checking out the Kickstarter just to see what what it adds. What well, people are making fun of the possible box cover. I think it looks great. Like saying it's got to be a joke. I think it's fine. What's wrong with that? 
Did you see the box cover potential? I'm looking at it right now. I, I think it's... It's fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's I'm fine. not saying that... Oh, let me rephrase it. I'm not saying... Oh, that's great. It's good. I like it a lot. Yeah, I, that's... So, I don't necessarily love the old box cover, honestly. I don't either. It's just... I don't, that's... Yeah, whatever. People... I just think people don't understand art. It's ticking me off right now. I mean, well, people right are saying now. that one of the guys looks like Tom Vassell, which I also don't think that is the case. <laughs> yeah, I anyway. don't know. But one of the guys towards the back, that looks like our friend Niels. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Okay. All right. Anyway, oh, okay. this is Colbert. Now uh, that this is going to Kickstarter. 100% going to buy If John backs this on Kickstarter, you got to. Right? I'm glad you saw that because I was trying to find a copy of this, and it was like impossible to find at least in the states i was looking at every, it's just not it doesn't exist so guess guess what the market's going to be flooded with the old version of this again yep and uh, this was just posted i'm, I'm that's really funny well wow, i hope that the, i hope it's accurate i hope that's accurate yeah i mean it, it seems like it says coming yeah coming soon i don't know it doesn't have a date for the kickstarter but anyway all right so we love the schemes i've got to wrap things up john yes but okay. let's real fast we're going to rank these okay i'm gonna go first yeah, I, th- I think we're in the same place. Oh, we might have these switched though. Okay, my, go number four. My number four is Lancaster. Yes, it's still a good game. Still a good game. Yep. Goa is my number three. Yes. Colbert, I'm going to put it my number two. I agree. And then Nation's my number one. High five. All the same. We did it. All right. Weak high five, but that's okay. I know that was that's the half I sucked. But these are some of these are closer than it, good games. This was a good week of gaming. I think. I know it was great, and the funny thing was. As I won most of these games, so it was even better. <laughs> I but, wasn't going to bring that because up, Dean. No, no, because Dean he has a higher win percentage against me. He does barely. There's no doubt about it. He wins more games than I do. So to win three out of four, three out of four uh, was it was a good week, yeah. and that's why I quit uh, Guilt of London because he was going <laughs> to be. I was like, I'm just going to make up some story about not one like in the iconography so that I can. Stay seventy five percent. Oh man, I didn't think about that. Okay, uh, I love man. I could I could own all of those games. Yeah, I, I was part of these. Well, I was how often do you play four games in a row? Sell them, but I don't think I'm going to keep all these for now. Lancaster could be the one that goes, but not right now because I'm going to play it some more. I could see one will easily be in my top fifty, and maybe another one. I think two of these will be in your top fifty. You're going to have to let me borrow Colbert before I can put it in my top. We can 50. do that. We can do that. And I'm going to have to play that quick. Okay. All right. Tell people how they can get in touch with us. I just took a drink of coffee. Hey, uh, <laughs> you can hey rate us on Apple, iTunes, or Spotify, or however you're listening to us. That would be awesome. You can support us on Patreon.com slash MeepleTown. We're at MeepleTown Games on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And we're more Game Geek Guild 3407. Thanks for coming down to MeepleTown. Man, Dean, I'm, I'm sitting across from you, and you're getting some gray hairs. I see, like a little patch is forming on the... I mean, it would be your right side. That's not right, John. The lights are shining no. on my head. Look. I, I have way more gray hair than you, so I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, uh, like you. it's weird because you're just, there's a little patch there, and I'm stuck. Man. I don't think that's right. Are I, we moving up there? It's the light. In the age? Like, what? I mean, oof.